I V M. Welcome to a very interesting episode of Advertising is Dead. Um, mainly because I'm not hosting this episode. I'm just like, I've handed it over to a higher power. And I have Pooja on the show today. Pooja, you're taking on the host duties for this special Valentine's Week thing. Are you worried about that? Uh, I'm going to spill some. Maybe a little concerned. I'm like trying to figure (laughs) out what you're going to talk to me about. You haven't shown me your notes. I'm a little, hmm, okay, what you're going to put out there. But uh, also also very intrigued um, to know. But what are you going in with in terms of what's your mindset like in terms of what you're going to prod? I'm actually, there's, I believe that I know you the best Mm -hmm. and the most in in the world today, right? And even though you're really out there, but there's so much about you that people don't know. And I know you have people who truly follow you and and look to your updates and things like that. And it would be nice to know you as just a regular human being. Yeah. And that's what I love about you. And that's what I want people to know about you. Okay. So that's going to be interesting. So I'm Varun Dugirala and this is... Pooja Johari. And we will see you on the other side of this break on... Um, what is not definitely going to sound like an episode of advertising is dead, but you guys don't, you tuned in, so you might as well listen. <laughs> Please do, it's going to be fun. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead. <laughs> so, it, yes, we're getting used to the fact that I say welcome to Advertising is Dead. Advertising, oh, it's called Advertising. Advertising, like you say, because you can't pronounce advertising. But I'm going to say it. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead, guys. And Varun, staying true to basically your mission, because I know what your mission is for the podcast and everything you put out. This is you want people to learn from your experiences and the conversations that you have with people. So that's really what I focused on. I want to talk about things that people don't know about you, things that that you and I discuss. you know, there's people see you as the successful entrepreneur, this this creator. Um, you know, you have so many things going on. But I also know the the personal struggles you go through, the the growth that you've had over the last few years, and it would be interesting to talk about that. All right, I know this. I, I hope this doesn't get uncomfortable for you because <laughs> I'm just I'm At just some making point, the it's going most. To be interesting. I'm just making the most of the. Uh, the fact that you've given me free reins to talk to you about things that... Oh, uh, no, what have I done? Yeah, <laughs> what have you done? Okay, so you struggle so much, right? You fight your own demons. And and there is a lot of that. And I have told you this so often. This is one of my biggest pain points. So you are the most indecisive person I know. I mean, it could take you years to decide on one simple thing, like what car to buy. And thank God I'm in your life. Because, yeah. I mean... That's a three-year I, process. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I know that over the last few years has been this process to your madness. And uh, secretly at home, we call it your time on the pot. And I do mean the potty <laughs> pot, guys. Uh, but, you know, your time on the pot and that, that literally clears things up for you. Like literally, it clears things up. For Many you, times right? it is time on the pot as well. I just like yes. clarifying that statement there. But, yes. <laughs> but for the sake of this discussion. Yes, let's look at your pot as your thinking throne mm-hmm. and and talk to people about your process, this indecisive nature in you. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how have you been able to really 
because you know it's not just about hey i'm so amazing and i'm this successful entrepreneur and i you know i do like 500 many things but you have your own process you have your own struggles you have your own demons and it'll be interesting for people to see how you deal with that and how you process that so i'm a perpetually paranoid person about falling flat on my face um yes. it has been my innate need to worry about what can go wrong all the time and that keeps me like i also think i enjoy procrastinating let me be honest i think it's something which i enjoy as a process i like to go through my own loops of things and also true um i like to mull over it for a long time and i feel that mulling over things is a good thing uh most people say no you need to be decisive you need to think right away and i'm like i don't necessarily agree with that i think that um like how you have slow fashion now versus fast fashion you need to be slow thinkers and slow um Uh, decision makers uh, is, is i think that that's the moment that i'm trying to start if that's the term to use but i think it generally comes from the fact that i if i go way back um i think there are times when you when i was younger and i would do like random stuff right like someone would say oh it would be so cool for you to jump off a bus and run like how they do in the movies and i've done that fallen flat bruised elbows knees torn pants gone like bleeding to dad's hospital and he catches me there and and realizes that i'm getting like blood and tar scraped off my elbows and knees and he's like what were you doing and i try to say cricket practice and at which point he reminds me that the cricket ground doesn't have tar okay and lets that one slide but i've gone from that to i think i went through a phase where a lot of the decisions i took didn't really go well um and and so i'm very careful i i, I think being careful at sometimes makes me sit on it for too long and sometimes something tells you that okay I'll hold on to this a little longer right it's fine um because one thing is to say that you need to take a decision now because the time is right the other is to say that time is right when you know it's right and maybe for me knowing it's right takes a bit of time it takes some evolution in my head it's a convoluted answer to a yes, simple question as always with a million digressions as well uh, you know that's another thing for people that varun if i ever ask varun to do something or i ask him a question i will never ever get a straight answer i will get nuggets about childhood or something that's happened in the day or something that he's read before he actually gets to the answer it's quite annoying it's a good thing i love him but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can be quite a challenge so you know coming to the the decisions you've made and i want to spend a little bit of time on how, on really you know your childhood and and all of that but but before that i want to you know get one thing out of the way which is this your obsession with you know with having like a million projects on at one time mm. i know what people don't realize is that you like this iceberg they only see a very tiny part of what you're actually doing along with your work along with all of this workout stuff that you've got going on mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> which has by the way i have stopped warren from putting out workout videos cuz i just cannot handle them but he stopped me for a year until you finally relented and that's that started this <laughs> like, avalanche just do it just put it out there so you've got these workout things going on you've write a newsletter you know there's obviously this other secret project that you're working on right now which i'm yeah. not going to mention Yes. And you have these two, uh, two secret projects. Two One secret projects. Yes. And and you run these podcasts. So this is what people see. But on the side, like I said it's like this iceberg. It's only this much, but there's so much more that you can't you 
keep moving from one thing to another not all reach fruition not all reach mm. some form of conclusion but why do you feel the need to work on so much at a time why why could you not basically why do you have no why, chill why, 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 uh, yeah. i used to actually be and this is an interesting thing right if you if you talk to my friends from when i was in college and i'm not even talking post grad i'm talking like engineering and stuff like that i was super chill like like i was the opposite of how i am right now like i would be this guy who could just vegetate for an entire day and not do anything and be very happy about that fact um i could sleep for 20 hours a day if i wanted to uh, not necessarily naturally induced sleep for 20 hours but let's just say that it was 20 hours of sleep that would happen many times um i also kind of feel that that in some way also adds to this is that um i had opportunities to do many things which me being lazy and me just not having any motivation in life kind of um made me lose a certain amount of time i feel that i mean i i don't consider time lost i feel like everything is learning there's But, so much unfinished there's so many projects which are like unfinished and it's called basically it's a sole thing right loha garam mein maro hathodo wala scene so it's it's like <laughs> you have opportunities in front of you and and at some point you're thinking how much can you humanly stretch yourself um while not compromising the base stuff you don't want to ignore right like i wouldn't like i've tried my best and i sometimes fail i know to not ignore any time with you and leia right um or to not and not try to compromise that not compromise what my what my job role requires or and and, and all that stuff some of the stuff which you hold base into your foundation right you don't necessarily compromise on that but um with everything else are there stuff you can give up and like for instance do i ha- can i give up like watching a netflix series every week and just do all this stuff it's an it's an easy answer it's a yes like i would i don't need to watch a netflix series or i there are a few which i will still watch but um it's but not this, an immediate but this decor. relaxes you it's not a project it's not like for example a happy place. it's a happy place right that is a difference because when i'm work if i have more than one or two and, and you know how much i enjoy a side project as well right like outside yeah. of my work and things like that i would do so much but for me i need to have this one main thing that i'm doing or maybe two main things that i'm doing i will not open up uh, you know pandora's box and start putting my fingers into too many things because it gives me anxiety i want to be able to sit on the couch and just like be able to watch something and binge for days you know i can do that but you find that that that, that that's your happy place and it's just a note that i'm taking for myself that if i just want you to be happy i just have to let you be basically yeah <laughs> yeah, what what you what you said is interesting right and and i think it comes from that i think as as people there are some of us who like to be structured in chunks there are some of us who like to be structured in tinier parts um mm. you are a person and i know this about you that you like to be structured in chunks right you want to have time for work and you have time for home and there's time for relaxation and there's a, those are not small chunks i mean i say small chunks they are like r r here r there there are like a large number of hours in chunks yeah for me a chunk is half an hour so when i do a podcast and 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 i and i've said this to a few people many times people say oh, what's your preparation process right my preparation process is 15 minutes literally like i switch on 15 minutes before i record i switch off 10 minutes after i record which means i need an hour plus that 15 and 10 minutes so an hour and a half so hmm. can i schedule like if i really wanted to can i schedule an hour and a half every day to do an episode i can hmm. uh because the process of conversation now comes so naturally to me because it was very raw when i started off now it's a i'd say i've honed the skill to an extent in certain aspects and for me it's a 
I look at it as a form of improv. It's like how you do improv comedy. I'm doing improv conversations, and and that excites me. And 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 there's this thing by which Jeff Bezos once said, right? He said that um, there's nothing called work-life balance. It's called um, I think he used the word synergy, saying that you mm-hmm. know you you find those bits and pieces, and you figure a way to bring a bunch of Lego pieces together, and that's how your life is is kind of structured. And I look at that when I think that's what that's why I can function the way I do. Um, also, I like attention. I have terrible attention, which I'm sure you'll get into at some point. Um, <laughs> I have world's worst attention span, and so it really helps me that I can jump from one thing to the other and leave all of it unfinished every day. But I'm taking baby steps every day. That's cool. I like that taking baby steps every day. You know this thing. You know that I've been working on this. You know recently, which is not time management but energy management, mm-hmm. and I think. you've been doing that for such a long time just managing your your energy um uh, because you can't really control time but yeah. you can manage your energy and how you choose to spend that energy dispense that energy and recharge every now and then and find your happy spaces and happy things to do in multiple things during the day i like that yeah. even though i may give you a little bit of shit on it should have i like that i respect that also and You know, coming back to, I'm, I was saying that people don't know about you at all because they see you as, you know, at work because we do work together. So many of the younger people look at you as this extremely zen character, and you know, like for example, Leah's friends look at you as, you know, Varun uncle who is just such a relaxed person, and all my friends, my family, my mom, specifically, right. just look at you this very very sorted person who's got his shit together but i know little what kind know. Of, little do they know <laughs> the kind of shit you have given your parents basically you you were the worst child i yeah. have, i have known of and I, and i was a really, i was pretty close yeah, yeah and i was really really i was a hard kid for my mother to raise but after i met you and heard your stories i was like you win hands down and then you went from that that terrible kid that gave them an insane amount of heartache and and headache to this person who now will wake up 3 to 4 times a night to check on our children or mm. you know who is looked at as this extremely sorted guy and this extremely zen person and i know you still have those moments privately where you where you know you're not in control and you're but how did that growth happen because we've never spoken about that how did you go from that madness and chaos in your life to finding you know so this this zen like state that you now operate in at least publicly let me put it out yeah. there at least publicly so the, the weird part about this right is um growing up i was actually very short tempered um i and i still i think i still am yeah you um, still are um uh, but my short temperedness is also a very weird variation of of what regular short temperedness is right I, i and i actually stopped voicing my anger out i feel when i finally went to boarding school uh, which was like i think 11th standard you know you 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 yeah, yeah. throw your temper around throw your temper around boarding school you get beaten up and that's what happened <laughs> to me right like i think night 2 is when i was like tried it with a senior you know what's going to happen like and it just did not end well uh, but <laughs> my I, i know i know for a fact my parents would consider my years in bangalore the dark ages 
because i think that honestly till my 10th i was a decent kid um, i wasn't an above uh, i wasn't an above average performer i was an average performer right there's some things i did well like i still loved to code and all that stuff i would i famously wanted to be a drawer going up i didn't know what an artist was i wanted to be a drawer is what i used to say see i can't even say drawer <laughs> however that is pronounced my pronunciations are out of whack oh but my anyway. goodness i don't know how basically you survived There are many things about how I don't know how I've survived. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I that needs like an entire series, by the way, to talk about your survival skills. That is the next upcoming Netflix series, <laughs> Varun. How how has Varun survived the world? Like it's it's, it's just that. Um, Crazy. But but I also come from some form of privilege, right? Um, I come from, and I think that brought about a certain level of entitlement at some level. And and I I'm I'm very happy, by the way, that you recognize that that you did yeah. come from privilege. Yeah. That. uh that you know there is a sort of responsibility to it yeah and but i also feel that privilege teaches you many things if you really want to learn from it um and if i look at my years in bangalore like throughout my let's say my 11th and 12th and my many years of engineering i um all honestly did a four year degree over six years mm-hmm. um was the fact that i would constantly fail and i still do this from time to time uh, my my default setting is when I, whenever you fail you find someone else to blame for it and and that's a tendency i've had and i still have it it comes to me naturally right i would natural first instinct is that but i i've learned to at some point internalize it i think what really helps is as much of an extrovert as i might seem that i love talking to people i'm a person who has a very deep relationship with himself Mm-hmm. um i've always had that i've always been that person who would talk to myself i would tell myself stuff and try to push myself sometimes pull myself down a lot and take me down really bad rabbit holes but most i talk to myself and i feel that's what brought me out cuz i mean towards the end of my time in bangalore i was working in a call center 2 am to 9 am shift i terrible health also cuz sleep cycles were off uh, always sick because uh, of the of of just generally like i wouldn't eat enough was a smoker um you know all of that stuff kind of like obviously would drink very very often and not necessarily the appropriate quantities um and then finally uh, by fluke or by whatever i i did apply for somehow got through for my postgrad uh, to do mascom in in pune and when i finally got that it was almost like i had never gotten into anything through merit right always was through parents knew someone it's all privilege right i mean and 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 i say that very openly because i got into school because there was somebody somebody knew somebody and they figured that link and mom and dad figured that out um i got into engineering again through link and link and i was a management student so I, uh, again same thing right uh, didn't get through the regular entrance tests and stuff like that i finally got in through merit and i remember this very clearly i didn't believe it and someone called someone actually had to call me because i didn't even bother checking as or i wouldn't even get in um the highlight of how i got in also is a is an all different story um is that i took a punt because i was doing an exam which had which was for symbiosis where at that point of time they would one exam for all their courses and i was applying for mascom and i said okay mascom won't need stats won't need this so i just answered english and general knowledge and i walked out i didn't even bother answering the other sections right a big punt i don't even know the punt is stupidity what but i got in i got in first list and I couldn't believe it because someone had to call me and say your name's on the list. Congrats! I'm like I must have said the wrong name, and I and I cut my call because I was mm-hmm. asleep. And it, when I got through that, I'm like, if I'm before I moved to Pune, that's a call I took with myself, right? I'm like, you know, you blamed everybody your entire life, right? You found things to blame when you had you had no need to blame. Like you you never had the big issues that anybody else did have. Um, 
and i feel that i mean from that point onwards really help also helps me that i found a great set of friends in pune i still have great friends in bangalore but my set my friends in pune really um became my nucleus and they still are in many ways that yeah, that one group family. who are still hang yeah that that one gang of of people is still my core center there's, there's the people i truly uh, are my friends i hang out with on a re- on on times when you just want to hang right it's, yeah. it has nothing to do with anything else um and i feel it just comes from that and and, and, and i've gone a long winded answer to this thing but was, i think this came from that yeah but what i hear from you is that the privilege actually didn't help you because you kind of took it easy and then suddenly yeah. for the first time when you had to do something on your own and you actually got in that's what gave you the confidence to move yeah. forward and say hey i actually can do this yeah. on my own and build my own life and you know have um, a certain path for myself that i chart out yeah. you know because and it's not like i became a good student huh? by the way i was still a bad student i, know, I was still like know, backbencher all that stuff but you know, i've spo- i've spoken to your friends like i know all your friends as well and i know the ones from bangalore um and the ones from pune and the ones from bangalore can't believe what mm. you've become today right can't yeah. they cannot even imagine that this is who you are but your friends from pune and and these are they're my friends now as well and you know when they talk about your time together and things like you guys were while you may not be good students but you all still had a very clear path of what you wanted to do yeah uh, you know there was there was a, this sudden burst of ambition that was 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 suddenly forming in you and i've seen that that difference in the way your friends describe their time with you the mm. ones in bangalore and the ones in pune and I, mm. and you're actually right in there sometimes in life where you yourself gift yourself confidence yeah and and you entering you know applying to pune applying to simbi was you gifting yourself that and yep. and that was a defining moment because had you stayed in bangalore and continued to be on that path yeah. you probably wouldn't be doing what you did i applied for a sales job i remember yeah. applied for a sales job which i didn't get because i was stupid enough to say in an interview that i'll do this for 2 years and then go study abroad which is the one thing you don't say in an interview <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean that's cockiness at a young age but but that's good i'm really proud of your growth man and and i don't know how much how much time we have because yeah we can go on we have a long time we we can because i know i can keep talking about it but the the thing that i really want to talk to you about and i think people should that you know we should talk to people about is this this camaraderie that you and i have this mm-hmm. partnership that you and i have and you know a lot of our friends and a lot of the people that we work with a family as well are sometimes shocked to see that we spend that we spend so much time together Yeah. and the fact that we work together we you know are we built our life together we almost in a way somehow around each other we're in each other's projects we but yet you know there is this it's not just a marriage it's it's a true life partnership yeah and you know we it would be great to get you know from, just from your side because i'm interviewing you mm. this you know i'm so proud of the fact that you and i can be very tr- genuinely and truly happy for each other in in each other's success even though the opposite person hypothetically me being happy for you but i'm not really in a great state that i may not be doing well professionally or may have had a really bad day or 
you know, not on the path that I want to be on, but still can be happy for you and vice versa and yeah. really push each other forward. What do you think makes us do that? Um, I think it's because we both look at um, our marriage as a partnership. Uh, and, and I feel like when you're in a partnership, uh, you balance each other out. And I think it's important to kind of see what your roles are and how you balance each other out. And I think that's a really important part. I, I feel that very early on, we realize the roles each of us play. I call you the CEO of my life and I, and I, and I stick by that because um, I'm a person who needs managing. Uh, but I'm also a person who, and I have my own role, right? You have your role and I have my role. Our roles interject. It's not like we're in silos. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually feel that at Glitch, it, it, the part of that as works is that I think a lot of the stuff which we do has its own silos. Yeah. And there is stuff that we do together. Um, and even at home, I feel that we found some of those. It's, it's good to not be like, you're, we are not that, we were, we were early on. Uh, yeah. But that, I think every couple is early on. They wear those twin outfit kind of like, uh, I, I'm with him and he's, uh, she's with me. We never wore people. that kind of stuff. We were that type, but never wore them. Um, but I feel what's important is that you need to find stuff that you can do by yourself and you need to find stuff that you do together, but you need to make sure that you don't compromise on either. Mm. And once you do that, and you also have interests that beyond, let's say, work and beyond everything else that you can actually spend time doing. I wasn't a foodie till I met you, right? And you're a hardcore foodie. And I've become a foodie by virtue of of, of knowing you now for so many years uh, in a similar fashion that um, you were a person who didn't, necessarily like a, a bunch of stuff uh, and and now I've gotten that into you as well right I, I think you consume a lot more information now than you ever did because <laughs> you don't yeah. necessarily have a choice um, or the fact that you are actually a person who I never I never found you to be a person who liked coffee for instance as much oh my goodness and That's I got you on the life. path of really enjoying good coffee um, and different kinds of coffee and 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 I think they're all connected, right? Once you start enjoying good food, you then try to look at what else can you enjoy. And you start looking at the smaller stuff. You don't have to look at the large stuff, right? You don't find for lack of not, for, I mean, fine, I'll digress. Um, like turmeric tea might seem like a very weird thing, but turmeric but ginger tea is interesting. <laughs> but that's, you know, can I tell you what, what I think about this is, is that mm-hmm. we genuinely like each other as people. Mm-hmm. And, we have both of us have had partners before and a few yeah. who we yeah. have actually been very deeply in love with. Of course. Right. But I mean, I shudder to think if I was with one of them, you know what I mean? Mm. Right now. But when I think back and just look at this time in quarantine that we spent together, mm. I mean, people have driven each other mad in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I realized that, I actually like him. I mean, I love him. He's my husband and everything. I made a baby with him. (laughs) (laughs) But I can actually tolerate him for the amount of time that we spend together. And and I think, A, it's fundamentally that, that you Mm. like each other's people. You respect each other's choices. You're able to call each other out on your bullshit, you know, and, and be able to, and this relationship of, being able to actually truly listen to what the opposite person is saying. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that, that part has been important for us. And so when that's also, a, you, you just given a very good management lesson. Which is what? That listen. What you just said. Yeah. 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 And I think that that's important in every aspect in life and every relationship that you truly listen. And, you know, there's, I see so many young people today 
I know we are young people as well, but you know, much younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today, people who, in their twenties is how. Yeah, people in their twenties. Damn. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you know, you were talking about it the other day, right? That we're such happy, and we would be very happy middle-aged people. I'm a very. I I feel that um, there is even talks about a midlife crisis. I think midlife and not midlife yet. I'll get there in two years. Um, once I hit forty, but um, it's you know, when, once you cross a certain age. And if you've been able to figure out a bunch of stuff, you've been able to do a bunch of stuff in your life, you know, get the, just let's build the support. And I, and I call a family a support system, right? It, there's no better way to put it. Yeah. Um, it lets you then really like, I don't think I would have been able to explore and do what I do as a creator um, if I didn't do it when I did it. Um, mm. If I tried to be a YouTuber in the early days of it, let's say about five years ago, six years ago, I mean, I, I don't know if I would have been able to do that. I, I feel that there's a time for things. And, and and with us as well, I think we met at the right time. We met at the right uh, phase in each of our lives. And we were exactly in many ways what the other person really needed. And I think that's important. I mean, it, it, you find any partnership, you need, you A, need to meet each other at the right time. You need to B, start doing stuff together as and life together at a certain time. But you also need to evolve with each other over time. If you stay the same, like I know people who are partying the same way in their mid-20s as they do now. And I'm like, how do you still do that? Right. But maybe the person they're with is exactly the same and that works for them. Um, yeah. And if they're not, I know that eventually that might be a problem. Uh, and I feel that's that's what marriages are about. That's what relationships and, and partnerships are about. Yeah, I think so too. And on, And on that note, let's talk about you know, for you, this 2020 was for so many people a very, very tough year. Mm-hmm. But you were hyper productive during 2020. Yeah. I've realized that working from home is the best thing that could ever happen to me. Like, I mean, an, privilege, like, but yes. Yeah, annoyingly so. You were so productive in in 2020. You know, as the world starts opening up and as you start, you know, as we start venturing out and we have started doing that. Do you see that level of intensity continue for yourself or is your, your world and your mind opening up to, let me go back to some level of normalcy. Um, I'm going to use two words, which I hate, which is that, uh, which is basically, uh, and prelude to that is there are two words, which I hate the most, which is called the new normal. Hmm. I have found my new normal and I feel that working from home and working in a hybrid system, I feel that a hybrid system is amazing is because it lets you choose which things really require you to be physically present somewhere else and which parts you can just do from wherever you are. And it doesn't have to be from home. It can be from anywhere. Right. Um, I don't think the intensity will go down. I think it's going to go up. Um, <laughs> and uh, because I've, I've also figured that 2020 for me was also testing a lot of stuff. Right? It's like almost like in, being in beta phase. Uh, I, would, I would keep trying stuff out through the year. Um, you know, write a newsletter, start a second podcast, um, try to edit stuff yourself, make video, try a lot of stuff, right? 21 onwards in my head has always been, okay, now I, I figured the the things that need to be organized. I figured what has to uh, be done a certain way. Now actually is to go wider, go amplify further. So if I was able to experiment doing 10 things, how can I now consistently do 20 things while still maintaining the same amount of balance in life? Um, I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but um, why not? 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, of course. And, and I crash and burn too. You know that. Like I go, I crash and burn very often. Every three, four weeks, I have this one day and I'm just like flat. I'm like, I cannot do anything. Brain's not working. Vegetate, right? Body needs to reset. Mind needs to reset. It's like, you know, just restarting your laptop once in a while. Body needs that. So do that. But when you see the opportunity to do stuff that really makes your mind, it's a mind and heart, uh, kind of really get energized. Um, really feeds into stuff which you always enjoyed, but you never thought there was a way to channelize it. Um, like what are we talking about? We're not talking about advertising on, on a show called Advertising Instead, but we're talking about how you can personally develop yourself, how you can personally develop relationships, how you can work together. I think in my head, I've gone deeper into that space because I've realized that's the core of everything, right? That's, I mean, all the other stuff, all the technical stuff, all the other stuff gets sort, takes its own course. But if you can really put your finger down on these things, and build out with that, um, there's, I mean, you, everything else is just like, it's a technicality. Okay, Varun, so I'm going to ask you my two last questions. Mm-hmm. One, what can Pooja, your wife, expect mm-hmm. from you in 2021? <laughs> and two, what can your audience expect from you in 2021? Ah, uh, uh, okay. I'll do Pooja with wife second, because it's okay. a longer answer. Um, oh, wow. Date <laughs> night daughters. tomorrow, Varun. Date <laughs> <laughs> night tomorrow. Wait, day, day, day after. I, yeah, yes, tomorrow. day after. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. See, very bad at scheduling things as well. I forgot what day it is. Um, so, one of the things which I'm going to start doing this year, and it'll be interesting that I say it on the podcast, and I want to see how many people actually listen to this part of it, and that's when I won't post it anywhere else. Um I'm doing a lot more video this year. Um, YouTube channel is coming up soon. Um, lot more video coming out. Not just the workout stuff. That's going to evolve. Um, <laughs> lot more around health and fitness. That's being my 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 anchor of of just generally keeping energy alive has been uh, fitness. But a lot more video. A lot more. Um, might even start doing live. A huge podcast piece coming up. Beyond advertising is dead. Um, should, should start off early March. Um, something I've been thinking of doing for almost a year now. Pooja's frustrated with how long I've been talking about doing this and she's like, finally just go ahead and do it and I'm doing it. So yeah, so March is going to be an interesting month. I would say that March, April, uh, May are really going to decide a lot of things around what I'm, I'm planning to do. Um, have some stuff around workshops and education courses as well planned out, but that's going to take some time to develop. Um, also considering I do this in, in, uh, in non-work hours. So there is uh, only so much time left to do those things. But uh, yeah, lots happening there. Um, so that's what audiences can expect. Um, but a lot more stuff around personal development and and um, just like stuff that inspires you and, and influences you and just stuff which is broader, right? And just like very macro in that sense. Um, what can Pooja expect? Uh, can I expect me to be consistent? Um Good. I like that. I'm going to be a consistent person in, I mean, the two biggest priorities for me in life are you and Leah, right? And, and I'm, and I was like, I, I bundle up trip and Lulu into that. And, <laughs> and, and that priority is going to be a consistent feature. It's, it's a strong part of, of, of me. Um, and there's no schedule that will come in, um, take over that. Like none of those meetings on calendar don't get canceled, which are called time, <laughs> which are, Times with time with family, right? Um, and uh, I will try to be less intrusive into our weekends with some podcast recording or some talk I'm giving somewhere and stuff like that. But sometimes 
you don't want to say no to some people so you take that one hour sometime and everybody else is asleep on a weekend and do those things i just um, want you to be happy and that gives you happiness yes so that's good uh, um hopefully travel i am i'm still hoping at some point late 21 uh, have we, you and i always enjoyed traveling and i think what you can expect is that at some point we can just travel right just go enjoy some great food um have a great cup of coffee in the morning and <laughs> some of those things but um, yeah what you can expect from me is that um, we'll find more simple things to enjoy together i think that's really the most important part oh i love that i'm looking forward to that so thank you varun for taking you, time Pooja. out and recording this episode of your show advertising instead yes. i yes. hope people enjoyed it yes and goodbye next time no, before you say goodbye <laughs> before you say goodbye Oh there my. are there are four questions that every guest who has ever come on the show has been asked. Yes. Um so I think and while it was not in your plan I think you need to ask me those four questions. Um one being which is a very tough one for me to answer by the way. I don't know why I brought this up. Um what is the one thing which I spend a lot of time doing which people who know me would be very surprised that I'm really into that. Two hmm. um what can i put together in an instant <laughs> nothing third third uh, is re- no one second one second oh yeah well, let's do that uh, i should answer those that's questions. actually a good way to do it okay well, let's start with the first one what is the one thing that i spend a lot of time doing that people would be surprised to know that i actually i am obsessed with something like you that. can put together a music playlist in a matter of seconds like a banging music playlist in a matter of seconds he was music he was music fan yeah yes but what am what do i spend so much time doing and obsessing over that people would be surprised to know about i don't i think you're quite predictable predictable sweetheart people know <laughs> that about you that there is music there is a shit ton of information that you're into uh crossfit i follow cro- crossfit like a sport that is the one thing i but that's out there on instagram i mean people know I that it. about you but mad pressure retired yeah how can i not put it on instagram but fair fair but i mean people know that about you that's true okay. hmm. What's the um, second question? Recommendations. I know what you're going to recommend. The one show you've obsessed over recently. What are my recommendations? What are your recommendations? What do you think my recommendations would be? To just like read, watch, listen to. Uh, I actually, uh, I know you keep telling me this, but I haven't heard anything you've honestly told me about this stuff in the last few months. <laughs> I just have to put it out there. <laughs> so why don't you answer that? I know you've been this. That you've been. constantly giving me pieces of information about what you're yeah. reading right now but i'm yeah. sorry i didn't hear it what was it what were you talking no, about no actually i'll actually <laughs> want to give a, i actually want to give a reading recommendation i'll actually give uh, uh, a watching recommendation if you yes. haven't seen huge sci-fi fan so if you haven't uh, and and just generally fantasy everything else uh, watch wonder vision if you haven't missing Great out on something phenomenal loving it um just like genre defying like everything um And if you haven't seen the Expanse yet, and you're even a partly a sci-fi fan, what are you doing? Just go on to Amazon Prime, watch the Expanse, like four or five seasons there. Just really watch mm. that. Like I, that's my that's a show. I have been watching that show for years because I watch it in tiny parts because that's what I schedule for streaming. Mm. And I'm still in like let's say season three now, but it's taken me like years to go through that. But I enjoy the show so much. Like I would honestly binge it, but I know that I've sched- I've kept that much time for it, so I'll do that. And the last thing. 
Um, so I've been adapting my last question for every guest and I don't know how this would go. My question was initially why will advertising not die? But now I always keep adapting it to like, for instance, if, if it was Faye, I said, why journalism not die? Or if somebody else, it was like, why will this not die? Um, what would your question on that front be to me? Will podcast die? No. Um, I feel that we'll come to a different form of things. Uh, audio as a medium, human beings are audio first, right? Sound reaches us. Uh, we, we we register things through sound a lot more and it actually is a the sensory uh, you know triggers on sound are phenomenal compared to what um, not video is so um, as long as we can hear hmm. um, and we want to get the full experience of anything um, podcasts are going to stay it's going to evolve I think the way we tell stories on audio is just going to we're just hitting like stage one uh, and I feel we're just going to evolve to a whole different level and uh, Video is going to be a large part of it. Um, creating 5.1 surround vibes in earphones is is coming up. And uh, yeah, that would be my this very bad answer. But that's one answer. Are there any other questions? No, I think we're done. I think at some point people are like, Tum log ghar pe baat karo na. why are you guys doing this on a podcast? <laughs> but I think, we, I think we've crossed that, that bridge over here. But uh, thank you, Pooja, for doing this. It's been fun. Yes, it has been fun. Now I'll see you in the other room shortly. (laughs) See you in the other room shortly. Bye. If you like this podcast and you want to listen to more podcasts like this, head over to the IBM Podcast website or app or wherever you get your podcast from and look at all the podcasts that IBM makes. There's some really fun stuff there.